0: What's good, family? It's your boy, Trader Rose from Real Last Conversations, and I come up with a brand new episode. This is episode number 43, and I have a college friend I haven't seen in about five years. She pulled up on me. I really appreciate it. She's one of my people right here. She wrote by page. I'm going to pass it over to her if she wants to drop her social media, but just let them know who you are.
1: What's up? What's up? I am Paige. Um, Y'all need my last name, but I am Paige. I do have social media. I don't really get on it. I don't know my names, but let's see. Facebook, it's just Paige Lockhart. My name, L-O-C-K-H-A-R-T. Instagram, it is, give me a second, Paige J with two underscores and J-A is J-A-E. That's it, social media, I mean, Snapchat, I really don't get on,
0: so. Okay, I'm gonna tag her IG underneath at the end, but you know, I just want everybody just to take the time out right now and just hit subscribe, like, comment this video. I would truly appreciate it. I'm trying to put out more videos, and the more you give a like and subscribe, the more I can keep going. Like, I really do appreciate each and every one that supports me right now, and y'all don't know, how much just you hitting that one like button goes just for me. So I do appreciate that. So just catching back up, uh, Paige, you're a St. Louis, girl. You moved out here. You're in I Dallas now. I am
1: from the 314.
0: So <laughs> do you like it out here? Do you like the move?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is probably one of the best decisions that I've ever made. Um, I don't see myself going back to St. Louis. Like, it'll be home always and forever. But as far as living there, unless life happens and like, forces me to go back, it ain't happening.
0: So what made you decide Dallas at all places?
1: So growing up, honestly, it was either LA or Dallas. LA is a little too expensive for me and my relationship. We were long distance for two years and we were both just like, okay, let's just go.
0: Okay, so, so I always is curious about long distance relationships. Like, was that your first one? First successful one?
1: Yes, successful. Because, I mean, college was well, nothing. I went to school two hours away from home, so that wasn't nothing. Um, but this one, yeah, we were eight hours apart.
0: So, what made him worth it? What, what, what made him worth the wait?
1: Honestly, he exposed me to something that, like, how can I explain this? I didn't know that I needed it. Does that make sense?
0: And what did you need?
1: the type of love he gives or the attention he gives or how he makes me feel or how, how.
0: You see her smiling right now? its crazy. Like, dang.
1: How I, he makes me feel like I'm supposed to. He treats me or like he should. What can I say? Show me how I needed to be loved. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So did you do the same for him? Yeah. Okay. So was it kind of like. At the time y'all both was lacking something that y'all brought to the table at that time that kind of made each other complete.
1: Yeah, most definitely. And like one of his favorite sayings is conversation rules the nation. And um, I like that, I like that. And so like our conversations from the time we met till even now, it was just it was they're amazing. They're I can't talk, I'm speechless. Um
0: That was love do to y'all. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's just something
0: about him. Okay. Well, I didn't want to, you know, get get you too off topic with that. But I do think it's nice because uh, I hear so many people say the dating pool is bad right now. You know what I'm saying? I hear a lot of people saying that. Too many people are playing around. Too many people are BSing. And that going to one topic I want to talk about is self-sabotage, you know. And it goes into that because I have a lot of friends who text me all the time telling me that, you know, these guys ain't it or these girls ain't it. And I feel like there are way more good guys and good and good women out there than people wanna wanna really like say. Like I, I meet so many good women in my life that it's just like to me, it's like I don't know how they are single. You know what I'm saying? And good men too. And I do feel like a lot of time, especially I noticed this with me two years ago. Say I get in a relationship and I get get with a woman who, like, is everything I need, everything I want at that time. I may self-sabotage a relationship because I may be like, yo, am I really ready for this? Like, do I deserve a girl this good? And I feel like more people run it through their minds than not. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of times when things do get too good, a lot of times people will just be like, hey, something bad is bound to happen.
1: Yeah, but Why? That's the question, like, why do people self, or how, why and how do people self-sabotage? Because a lot of it, I feel like, honestly, if people do the work, then
0: they can. I think it starts with self, you know what I'm saying? I think it's like, you know, some people are depressed. I feel like, I realized with myself, it was, uh, I would put my own feelings, I, I would project my own feelings onto my partner. So, say if I didn't like my body. I would be like, oh, my partner don't don't like my body. You know what I'm saying? When the whole time they're telling me, oh, you look amazing, you look good. Like I love, I love, I love cuddling with you, different things like that. But in my head, I'm thinking like, how? So, self
1: sabotage in a way of like insecurities.
0: Definitely, I think it starts with insecurities, and I feel like once you realize that, it took me to it took me to realize that to be like, I took myself out the in game because I was like, I do have insecurities that I, I, I've been dealing with since I was a kid, and I never got over. And I know there are certain people who are probably from my same demographic, probably look the same, same just like me who don't suffer from that, who have like, you know, so much confidence. Like, I feel like a lot of times people have fake confidence, especially when it comes to social media. I feel like whenever you can like just post your best moments to yourself, it gets you to a space where you're like, all right, people really don't can't see the the bad in me. That's one reason why I started making this podcast, because I want to kind of save my insecurities. I kind of want to. Say things that I'm not fully confident about myself because I want other people to feel like, all right, somebody out there feels the same way I do. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's one part of it, just being like, hey, are you the only person feeling this way? Because it took me to like start doing this podcast and speak with other people to be like, I'm not the only person that ever went through these things. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the only person that ever had these thoughts. My dad always told me as a kid, like, you're never going to be happy until you're comfortable in your own skin. And I feel like I'm slowly starting to get to that point. But I think it takes you to fully realize, like, hey, like, if you're not happy with yourself, work on that. Because I feel like a lot of times, especially with me, I was trying to make other people happy, more so than myself. And I feel like in my family, when it comes to my siblings especially, I feel like we all kind of have that where we kind of put other people's happiness above ourselves or we equate our happiness to their happiness. When it's just like, no, are you happy? Like, are you comfortable with yourself? So it took me like that time to really like work on myself, work on my mental. And I'm still working on it right now, guys. Like I'm not perfect. Like I said, I want to make sure I'm at a perfect point in my life before I start dating again because I don't feel like you should ever go get into the dating world where you're not your best self.
1: That makes me think about like, um, I just had this conversation this week and somebody had asked me like, why are you always smiling or why are you always happy at work? And I'm like, because I have peace. I have peace within myself and I have peace within, like, my surroundings. That's how I can. Once you establish that peace within yourself, you're good.
0: You are good. And that's true. And, that, and you bringing up that whole work thing is, is true. Before we even started this podcast, we were talking about what we do for, for work and everything. And my previous jobs, I remember I used to post pictures like, you know, good day at the office when I felt like shit that day at the office. Like, <laughs> I just didn't like the job at all. And I'm, I'm at a job now where it's like, I finally got work-life balance. I finally feel like I'm creatively being, being uh, being uh, watered by my company. I feel like before it's like, they'll tell you, hey, we want to grow you and grow your skills, but they don't really do it. But now I feel like I'm at a place where it's like, they actually value what I have to say. And I'm with other people who are like-minded like me, who are trying to become the best in our field. So I feel like that part of my life I'm kind of more complete with. Also, it was like I was working, like, these jobs not really making no money for real either. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm at a job where I'm making some decent money, and that all goes into your peace. Like, when you're not happy with what you're working, with with your day-to-day life, with how you look, it just takes you into a part part where you get real dark and and, and depressed. And I never wanted to be the person that kind of, like – put my worries on other people. You know what I'm saying? So I always used to bottle it up. So me making this podcast, it's just like, you know, this is my time just to get all my, all my worries and all my, every, all my doubts out. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the more you talk, the more it be like, hey, your, your boyfriend said, yo, conversation rules the nation. That's real. Like to me, I feel a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends be like, man, why don't you do therapy? You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like I know what the issue is. And I feel like, My therapy is talking to people I care about is catching up. Like when I do things like this, like I feel better afterwards because it's like I left something off my chest. And going from that that topic to this next topic is Kevin Gates. All right. (laughs) So you say you haven't been keeping up with Kevin Gates lately. Not at all. I mean, I
1: see the little videos here and there on social media, but as far as his music, I tried it. It was a fail for me this go around. All
0: right. So I have a love-hate relationship with Kevin Gates. Mind you, not even hate. I love Kevin Gates, actually. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like he's misunderstood. So I was seeing this uh clip that things, was going around where he was pussy. saying the girls hormones, who had the best pussy had acting. So, so this is from this is, is from an interview. So have, I'm thinking like, yo, what's wrong with congestion. this dude? Right? I'm thinking like this dude is like a clown. So I'm thinking all of this stuff. I'm seeing other people just like me, you know. Talking about the clip, well, saying that the dude is kind of weird. It's a Breakfast Club interview. It's an hour. I'm off one day. I said, let me just listen to it. Like, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up in these 30 second clips, we don't really listen to like the person whole conversation. Listen to this man conversation. Like, I got so much more respect for Kevin Gates because he told he was telling like, telling like everybody like, hey, I'm right now. I'm in a transformative period in my life, where it's like I am, I am turning into somebody I'm supposed to be. Like. I'm not fully where I'm at. I don't know everything yet. I can't tell you, like, all the answers, but I'm at a point where it's, like, I'm trying to be a better person right now. And he says it's almost like your own people don't allow you to be that better person. Like, they just want to focus on your bad, focus on your negative. When it's, like, we're we supposed to be the ones that supposed to, like, build each other up. He said at my lowest point when I went to jail, he was, like, I went to jail over a black woman and a black man. He was, like, he said they said I kicked this woman, but this woman was grabbing at, at my at my private parts. And he was like I was defending myself and a a a black man who had no relationship to this girl told the cops that I was that that, you know, I pretty much that pretty much uh how can I say assaulted this lady pretty much.
1: I don't like that because when you look at the video, you clearly see her grabbing at him and then he kicks her.
0: That's what I'm saying. He said, I went to jail for two years. Yeah, during that time, he said, I lost my brother, I lost my mother. He said, I can't get that time back. He said, he was like, my own people put me in, in that position. He said, when I got out of jail, the person, the people that lifted me up were the people that everybody condemned and talk shit about. He was like, literally a, a white Jewish man and his transgender wife took me in. Like, he was like, these are like top level people in, like in, the, in the business. He was like, literally the transgender woman gave me a whole house to live in and was like, hey, like I have office space you gonna can work, work out of. She was like, whatever you need, I got you. And he was like, these are people that, that that people talk bad about on like on like on like on the on the media, saying that people aren't really people when these people show me a kindness that my own kind never did before. So he was like, I don't want to hear that, you know, I should just cater to black people when it's like I cater to real people. He was like, There's so many, he said, he said he's like, there's so many fake people that are white, black, Hispanic, all of that. He said, I want to be around people that who are just real. And He said, "Like right now, I'm trying to like you know like like learn my beliefs." And he said, "Like y'all ask me all these crazy questions, like like y'all want me to answer it." He he like, "I'm, I'm gonna answer the questions." He like, he like that that what y'all brought me here for. I'm gonna answer it, but he was just like, "I'm in a period where I'm just learning myself right now." And he said, "It's crazy how whenever you try to do something out the norm, people who look just like you condemn you for it." And like, I'm looking on social media, like, everybody's saying, oh, Kevin Gates a cornball. Kevin Gates, like, so crazy. Like, man, I hate this dude. I even saw some of my friends was like, man, like, if me and my boy saw Kevin Gates, we'll beat him up. Like, it was, it was like, I don't like it, and They said it in a joking manner, but to me, it's just like, yo, like, if y'all actually watch this dude interview, he's taught, like, he spoke so much truth.
1: That's the problem. That's like what you said earlier that um, people don't look at, the whole conversation, the whole interview, you just get bits and pieces and you try to piece it together and that that wasn't the context of it at all.
0: Exactly. And it's like he he even said he was like, Y'all keep asking me these crazy questions and y'all, y'all get these clips from me, but he was just like, I'm not gonna, he's, I'm not a person that's gonna just come to your platform and just not gonna like, you know, be uh be entertaining, you know what I'm saying? He was like, he said, I'm not going to come here and just be awkward. He like, he like I'm going to be myself, but he was just like, when you take myself out of context, he was like, that kind of like, you know, really frustrates me. He was like, people always say that I'm such a, such an aggressive, sexual creature kind of thing. He was like, Dude, be honest, I'm celibate right now. He said, I've been celibate for a minute, but he said, I use my music as outlet to transfer my sexual energy and aggression through it. So he's like, yeah, some of my music may be a, like a, like very sexual and aggressive. Cause that's how I release my sexual frustration. But he said a lot of people don't know that that I'm celibate, that I'm practicing like abstinence and stuff like that semen retention.
1: That's just music now, though. That's just how people look at music now. I saw a post the other day that said something about, man, these city girls and these um, Megan the Stallions got y'all over, I said, got y'all over here tripping and thinking that they real hot girls, and this whole time, they tie it down. Well, yeah, they make music like you just said, to release or to entertain. That's strictly all it's for. Of course, what they're singing about or rapping about is not
0: how they're actually living, exactly, and it's just to me. I, I take internet for what it is. Like I don't take these little snippets for life snippets for like for the whole story. I actually want to listen to the whole interview. And before I, I respond to it, I do know, like you know, a lot of people be like, "Man, like Kevin gay's still crazy." Whether he' crazy or not, he is trying to find who he is. You know what I'm saying, and he's. Keep it to himself. Like, he's saying, like, he's saying, I'm He said, like, I'm not asking you guys to come to these radio stations. Y'all inviting me. He was like, so should I feel, like, some way if, if you invite me? He's like, he like, should I not feel safe? He was like, I should feel like I'm, I'm amongst people that, you know, care about me. And I, and I agree with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have never been, like, a big Kevin Gates fan. But that interview with the Breakfast Club we did, like, a month ago, I will tell everybody to go watch it because – I'm relating right now to it. I feel like I'm in a transformative period in my life where it's like I'm getting fully comfortable with who I am. And when I say that, I feel like my mind, body, and soul is finally getting on one wavelength. When before it was just like I felt my body was on this side, and my mind was on this side. I feel like I was all over the place. Like it's to the point now that like like I lost 15 pounds in the last like a month, not even doing anything, but to the point where it's like I can't eat like I used to. I can't do certain things. And before when you younger, you like you, you, your mind be like, you know, like you you could do it. Like, yeah, you you can shove it down. But now it's at a point where my whole body just like, nah, like, Trey, put this down. Hey, don't don't finish that drink. Leave that drink alone. Don't don't finish that. You know, you, you can wait, say that for tomorrow, kind of thing. Like I'm like my body is starting to get to a point where it's like it knows the work it needs to do for itself. And, and to me, it's just like being on the same page, mind, body, and soul, it brings a different level of peace where it's just like you know you're finally doing work the correct way. That's why I say like 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 if you want to get if you want to get counseling and stuff like that, you can. But I feel like that's for people who are like directionless. And I feel like maybe that would have worked for me before when it was just like I just didn't know where I was going. But I feel like right now I know exactly where I'm heading. I know exactly what my goals are. I know exactly what I want to do. And I feel like some people get scared of that. You know what I'm saying? Some people would get scared of structure. And the older you get, I realize the more I need structure. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So to me, I'm getting to a point where it's like I'm okay saying no. I remember before, I used to feel bad for saying no. Like I would say no or say I would just go to some place and just hate the whole time I'm I'm being there. It's just like, no, I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Just so I know and be okay with it. Like, exactly. Like, like I'm not at a point where it's like I'm trying to please other people anymore. I'm at a point now where it's like I want to do the inner work for myself so I can please myself. And throughout all of that, the best form of, of trading is going to be the best for everybody. You know what I'm saying? you
1: got to be selfish in making those decisions.
0: Most de- most definitely. Like, and the older you get, the more comfortable you get with who you are. Like, maybe that's also – I don't know whether me become closer to 30 like me, even just thinking, like crazy tangent. I don't even know, like, what this even, is, what, how this correlates, because it wasn't astral projection. You know what I'm saying? I had a dream like three, three days ago, real tribute dream. It's like I went to sleep, and like I guess like the last ten minutes of my sleep is like I felt like I was outside looking in, talking to myself, but I felt like I could see inside of me was like some kind of glowing white stone or some glowing white like. Rockers. I don't know what it was, but pretty much it was a rock and it had like pretty much a branch that was kind of ascending out to the sky. And it was like almost like it was telling me like, yo, like to me kind of felt like it was telling me like, hey, like keep going on the right track. Like keep doing what you got to do. And to me, it was so trippy because I felt so warm at the time. So when I woke up, normally I don't, I don't remember my dream. Normally my dreams just like fade away. So I asked Facebook, I was just like, yo, like what was this dream about? And somebody was like, maybe that was just like an ancestor coming to you, just guiding you. You know what I'm saying? At first, it was like astral projection, but I looked it up. astral projection is like, you know, when you your body, like when your when your spirit can leave your body, and it's almost like your 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 spirit can travel through the world. I, I I can go travel to see you, see what you're doing that day. You know, and, tell, and call you up and be like, hey, I saw I saw you watching a movie last night. You would be like, how you know I'm watching a movie last night? I, it wasn't like that. It was literally like almost like me like meditating, talking to a stone version of myself. It was pretty trippy. But to me, it, it kind of made me realize like, hey, like there are there are parts of ourselves that we don't know. And the older we get, the more we're going to get in tune with that, with those parts of ourselves. And I'm at a point where I'm just like enjoying enjoying the journey, you know. And I don't want people to – feel like i'm stagnating them and i want nobody to stagnate me so i'm i'm at a point i never like you already know i've never really been a person to be out all the time like i see like we like we see each other like what, it's once every five years but to me it's like when i when you do see me i want my energy to be right i want to be in a good headspace. i want to be at a point where you're just like all right like this still this is the trade when i knew from back then mm-hmm. and i want to keep that spirit and energy I feel like I feel like even though we do grow and change, there is a, a fragment of us that's never going to change. Like, like you, there, there's something you're going to see in your mother your whole life that you knew as a kid. Like, you know, like this is my mom. Like, right. like we all have like an imprint in ourselves where it's like it will never go away. And I do feel like I have a big imprint in myself. Where it's like I do feel like I kind of have a part of me that's always been the same since I was I was a kid, which is like a loving, nurturing, want to just be like, be like everybody friend. You know what I'm saying, but there's also a side that I grew up where I was like, I gotta kind of protect that kid too. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying. So it's kind of like a give and take, but it's, it's getting to the point where the older me is starting to be like, you know what, this kid is grown now. Like, like, like let like let this kid out in this world, kind of thing. So I'm trying to do more. Like, I'm about to be thirty <laughs> next year, so I don't know whether that might might be a reason too. But it's almost like I want to conquer so much. I want to I want to knock so many things off. Let me ask a question. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead, shoot.
1: Okay. So with you being happy with work and with your podcast and you you having this outlet, do you feel like this sudden shift, this shift in a good direction or this sudden growth is due to you coming closer to what your purpose may be? Because I truly believe that you find peace and happiness when
0: you find your purpose, See, I don't think I found my purpose yet. So no. I don't I don't think it's from me finding my purpose. I think it's from me finally realizing the wall I put in front of myself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes you put walls in front of yourselves and you want to blame everybody. Mhm. But the person who bu- who built that wall up. Mhm. And I'm at a point now where it's like I'm breaking the walls down, so now I'm starting to see like wow, like their path there are their path is there there are different paths that go into different how can I say I guess the reason I'm here like my purpose you know what I'm saying like I don't I, I think I'm here for multiple reasons to be honest with you but for me to finally love myself I think that's the first step of me finding my purpose you know what I'm saying I feel like I never fully loved myself until closer right now. Like I'm not 100% fully loving myself, but I'm starting to get to the point where it's just like, yo, like you got this, you, you do that. Like, like you are a good person. You know, So sometimes you doubt yourself, be like, you know, am I a good person? Am I a good man? Would I be a good husband? But deep down, you know, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm at a, at a point now where it's like the answers are becoming clear to me. And I feel like once you break down those walls, your purpose will start to come clear eventually. So that's what I think my 30s are. Like, my parents told me, like, their best years were their 30s. Like, they did their, their most in their 30s. So I'm looking forward for my 30s to Seflores and just to not be my own hurdle. You know what I'm saying? And to go into, into that, it's just like, do you feel like you are where you're at right now? Like, do you do you feel like? Like you should have reached different goals, like maybe being married, have a kid by now. Do you feel like you're you're going at the pace you should go right now?
1: I got two answers for that. So my first one is I did at one point just based off societal standards, right? Mm -hmm. They say that you should be married by this age or you should have a kid by this age. And so I was at that point, I was still highly influenced by social media and society. So. Yeah, I felt bad when I didn't reach those those milestones. But like now who I am today, no, this is my life. This is Paige's life. Who gives a shit where I am in life? As long as I'm not out here um, getting into the wrong stuff or out here bumming it or just doing what I know I shouldn't be doing, then I'm good. You know, I got a job. I'm about to take my test. I'm I'm happy. I don't care that I don't have a kid yet. I don't care that I don't have a house yet because it's going to come. This is my road. This is my path. You can have a house. You can have a kid. You can be a millionaire. Cool beans. Yo, how old are you again? 27.
0: Yo, that is a perfect yo, – yo, yo, kudos, man. At 27, <laughs> I was thinking, like, yo, I should have a kid right now. I should have a house. I should – like, I had so many – I had so many thoughts of where I should be because I – like like, I know that probably you were, you were the same. Like, a lot of your friends probably have kids. Like, your friends probably got married by this point. And it's almost like when you talk to them and they would be like, hey, like, what's new with you? And it's not like no girl or anything of all. They make be like, hey, like, so why aren't you dating? or Why aren't you doing that? And I, at first, I used to kind of be like, man, like, I'll I, 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 say the same answer. I was like, you know, I'm not ready right now. But I, now I'm at a point where it's like, I don't feel bad when I say that. Like, before it used to be like, I will say it. And then I'll be like, they probably be like, oh, that's a bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> or, some, or, some, or some funny stuff like that. But now I'm at a point where it's just like, no, like, I have work that I still want to do with myself. Like, I, like I told you I want to get a new apartment. I want to get a, a, a new a new car. My thing is, well, I when I know someone I want to date a woman, women take time and money. No offense. <laughs> women take time and money. And if I'm not fully happy where I'm at right now, I don't want to take the time the to... to, to to build somebody else up, but so I build myself up first. I want to build myself up first, to be honest with you. Like that might, that might that's not selfish. But to me, it's just like, yo, I want to lay a foundation so if somebody do come with me, we can build together.
1: Yeah, that's like um this one say, I don't know where I heard this from. It might have been my mama. Maybe. No, it wouldn't. That's a lie. Um, but it's pretty much, you know how people say, you want to find your other half and y'all complete each other. That's not how I look at it. It's like I want to be one complete whole person before I find somebody else. And then I want that person to also be one complete whole person. And then we can come together as one unified person. We build each other up from that. Not not. I'm still working on me, but I'm going to build you up. You're still working
0: on you. You're going to build me up.
1: Nah, we're going to do this together.
0: Exactly. and And for some people that may work. But for me... I feel like if I'm not built up first, I'm not going to be good to nobody because I'm going to be in my head. I'm a type of person where it's going to be like, am I holding this person back? And I, I never, in my whole life, I never wanted to be an anchor to nobody. I always wanted to be like the wind behind somebody's sails. I never wanted to be something that will hold you down. You know what I'm saying? So... That's why for me, it's really important for me to get to where I want to get get to financially and and living condition wise. Because then when I meet the person I want, it's just like I'm fully comfortable. Like I I know there's some people that say like, "Hey, I met I met, like if I meet somebody randomly, of I'm not going to just like just deny it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna be there. But it's just like right now, I'm, I let it be known to a lot of girls like I have a lot of girls. Like, not, not to my own horn. I have a lot of girls that be hitting me up. And I'd be having to tell them like, you know, right now I'm not in that space, and I don't know where whether a lot of girls are used to hearing a guy telling them like, they probably be like did oh, nigga gay. <laughs> they probably <laughs> thinking that. But I'm just saying, but like, I don't think a lot of people be realizing that. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's real, and the fact that you can come to them and say that it's it's real. That's real life. I respect somebody more if they come to me and they say that versus they beating around the bush or hiding little things about their life. Nah. If we going to be something, if we going to, you know, build up to something, then you need to be real and honest from the jump.
0: Exactly. Because I feel like if you ever just go win anything half-assed, it's like, I feel like you're not, like, I feel like for a girl, on a girl standpoint, say like I go win and I act like I'm just this one person, this confident guy, this, that, and the third. Then you realize three months later, that's not who I, it's not who this guy really is. It's almost like I lied to you.
1: Yeah, be your true self from the jump.
0: Exactly. But going to that, to this, have you ever dated at work before? Heck no. Why not?
1: I believe in balance at work. Well, one, what I I do, you're not allowed to date coworkers. But two, I don't want that. We taking work home with us. No, I need that separate life, that work-life balance. I don't want to. Go to work and see you. Go home and see you. Or see you on the Mm weekends. And I work with. I'm not going to say that on camera.
0: (laughs) you am going to say it on camera. All right. So it's it's true. Like, I'll tell you one funny, one story. Story time with Trave. It's back when I was uh, in uh, Missouri, back in SEMO. After I graduated, I was a restaurant manager at at a casino. So somehow I met this girl on Tinder, but you know, you know, back, you know, I was on dating apps. I ain't gonna lie. So I met this girl on Tinder. We started talking this day and the third. Come to find out, like later on that week, she started working like as security at my job. Like I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like she just started working there. So I'm starting to be like, you know, like man, like what? A, like I, I barely see her. Like like I could probably, I could probably get messed with her. You know, so, you know, we're going back and forth, texting, texting, kind of find out she has like four kids. So I don't, I don't do kids. So I'm like, all right, it's probably not going to, going to be good. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of tell her, like, hey, like, I'm not really comfortable dating anybody with like kids, but I was like, if you still want to, like, you know, kick it, we can. You know what I'm saying? Being like, hey, I don't want to deal with the kids, but if you still want to fuck around, you know, we can. So at first she was just like, nah, like, if that's the case, we shouldn't really mess around. You know what I'm saying, and I was like, well, "I already bought like like movie tickets or whatever." I was like, "Do you still just want to like go out?" She agreed to go out, right? Go out. She comes out to the movies in like this black spandex dress, where it's like some freakum dress. I'm like, "Yo, we just we going to see a girls' trip. We ain't <laughs> we ain't going to the club or nothing like that." You know what I'm saying? So we went to go see Girls Trip. You know, decent movie. Go to eat. I actually got kind of mad when we got, went out to eat because, like, she was, like, so rude to the server where she was, like, this food horrible. Like, take this back. We want a refund. We want something for free. And I, I told you, I'm a restaurant manager. Yeah,
1: So, I was so just,
0: like, no, like, like we'll pay for it. Like, I'll just get her something else to eat. And she was just, like, no. Like, they did. I'm just, like, yo, this ain't cool. Like, relax. So, I ended up going up home and I actually just, like, made her something. I made some turkey burgers. Like, some real ghetto shit. I made some turkey burgers. <laughs> So, you know, I did all of that. So, I'm thinking, like, you know, the night probably dead because, dead, like, I'm making her turkey burgers. I kind of got with her at the, at the restaurant. I'm like, all right, she probably going to go home. So, all right, you know, I said, you know, I'm about to, like, take it down. She was like, I ain't going tonight. I'm like, what you mean? She, like, she, she was like, staying. Yeah, she was like, I ain't going tonight. I was like, I wasn't like, was like, was going to say it twice. I was, like, I was like, are you staying? She was like, yeah, my kids know that, you know, I'm not coming back home tonight. So, you know, of course, we got into, like, the whole situation. So, mind you, we don't to do constantly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything's cool. But, you know, it's always that one night when y'all just be like, after you get done having sex, like, so so what are we? I was just like, you know, I thought we were just having, like, fun. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, well, normally guys ask me out by this time. I they want to be my boyfriend by this time. Like, they don't just be just messing around. She's like, I'm not used to a guy not wanting to be my boyfriend. And I was just like, you know, well, I kind of told you, like, I'm moving to Texas in a few weeks. Like, I ain't want no full commitment. And she's like, just tell me the truth. What is it? Why won't you be with me? And I was like, you want to know the truth? She was like, yeah, tell me the truth. I said, you want to know the truth? <laughs> she's like, tell me the truth. I said, all right. I said, you got four kids. What the fuck? I'm like, what you, what you think? <laughs> I said, you got four kids. I said, I, said, I'm not, I, said I, I, I told you, you got four kids. I'm leaving in a month. I said, I don't need all that baggage. And she's like, you know what? I'm leaving. And she's like, she's like, delete my number. All of this. I'm thinking perfect. In my head, I'm thinking perfect. Thank goodness. Like, we cutting this off. Like, mind you, I was cool with the text we had. Cool. A week later, I'm at Anthony's house. Aunt. Aunt having a party. I get a text from her. Yeah, I want to pull up. I'm just like, nah. I'm like, nah. Like, you tripped on me last time. I said, we good. Like, you said we was done. I said, We done. And she was like, stop being a little bitch. Like, right? She said, stop being a little, she said, stop being a little bitch as ass nigga. And I was like, damn. So I showed I show Ant the, the thing. I'm like, Ant, I'm like, you're calling me a bitch ass dude. He was like, bro, you gotta go handle it. I'm like, bro, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, yo, you, you gotta you gotta go handle it. I was like, bro, I said, I don't think you gave me the good advice. I don't know, you know, De Erica. Yes. So I saw De Erica, and De Erica was like, no, don't hit her up, yo. And then she's text the girl called text me a bitch again. So I was like, bro, I said, I got to, I got to, I got to handle my business, y'all. Yo. So, you know, I got trapped in this shit again. So we started fucking again and it started <laughs> get, it's, it started to get to the point where it's like, where it's like, she started asking me like for like, like back to school money for her kids and stuff like that. And I'm just like, no, you
1: don't even bring nothing to the table. That's why
0: I said, I was, I, I was just like, I was just like, no. So like, I slowly would just like told her like, like one like one time I was just like, yo, like let's just leave it like you know what i'm saying like i said i don't want i want to deal with this no more and it was so awkward cuz like she would pull up like she like she would do patrols around my job all the time like she would stay at like in front of my my restaurant be like it's Trayvon here and i'm and my, my 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 server would be like hey uh the security officer want to talk to you at the, at the front i'm just like like what's she doing like she's tripping so to me that made me realize like yo as soon as you realize you met somebody at work, let it go because it was like I was seeing her everywhere. And I don't think it was by coincidence. You know what I'm saying? I feel like she was like literally stalking me. Yeah,
1: um, she sounded a little.
0: I ain't mean, gonna lie, pussy cursing. was good though. Pussy was good though. It's Jamaican. You know, i about to say, anyway, it was that. That made me realize not to be, met, be with nobody at work. But it's funny. I know a lot of people who do mess people at work though, but it's somehow it's just always, a, I feel like a funny story when you do mess somebody at work. So it's good if you, you don't. Just don't 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 do it. It's not worth it. And I work with kids, too, and that get tricky. I'm good. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely a done deal. I'm good. All right. So, last topic. Last topic. So, so going off this whole... <laughs> it, I, God, I feel like this whole episode was about Kevin Gates. Yo, it's not about Kevin Gates. So, I had a, another homegirl repost a video about Kevin Gates. I don't know if we saw the video or not. Probably not. But it's like... The Kasha was like, yo, he's too grown to be doing this.
1: You... Talking about that video with him and the All Black on stage? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I know what you're <laughs>
0: talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Dig up in your stomach? Dick, like, I, yo, I ain't gonna lie, yo. It, it, the video did look wild.
1: He was doing a little too much. A the lot video,
0: much. the video, It was a lot too much. I, I, I'm big on comments on Facebook videos. I went to the comments. A lot of people call them cornballs. But it was some girl saying, I like that shit, though. So I posted on Facebook, and I was like, you know, what makes a person corny to you? I feel like everybody has a definition of corny. It'd be people that I'd be like, yo, you dating this person? They corny as hell. But to that person, they'd be like, no, like this is like that nigga or that girl That's to me. true.
1: It just depends on what you like. Exactly.
0: So my question to you, what makes somebody corny to you?
1: Bro, if I can't get with your jokes. Because like I laugh if you're funny, I laugh. But if your jokes ain't there. It's a done deal. Or like if your conversation skills lacking, it's a done deal. I was having a conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago, and this person was entertaining somebody else. And they were texting and the dude asked her a question. Okay, rewind. She had told him something about their conversations that she wanted to change. He said, Okay, cool. But then he came back and hit her with a so, if you was to trace your roots and your ancestry, what country do you think you would be from? She said Japan. She black.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wishful thinking. I don't know. Wishful thinking.
1: But I just felt like that wasn't the time or the place to ask that question. And that just like, that's a question you ask if you have. In my yeah. opinion. To me, that was a cornball move. Um, Or like, I don't know. I don't really
0: think people are corny for me. For me, I feel like anybody who's being somebody not in public. Like I feel like you ever had that one friend that you may go out and they act like a total ass out themselves. That's just lame. That's what I'm saying. I think that's that, that's corny as hell to me. Like be yourself though. Exactly. I feel like if I'm with if if, if you go to different five different crowds and you five different people, I feel like there's something wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like people who like to try to. And press other other randoms. It's like, yo, we know you in real life. Yeah. That's know what you're in real life.
1: That's like showing off is corny, too. Like, if you got to be a show off, that's corny. Don't do that. If you got it, you got it. Cool. But you don't have to flaunt it. Like, be humble about your
0: stuff. That's what I'm saying. A lot, a lot, of, people, a lot of people do lack humility, but I feel like that's just a, a virtue that I think I want to bring back. Humility? I, I do want to bring back yeah. that humility. That's what I that's what I say. I, I feel like, especially with this podcast, a lot of people. I feel like one of my one of my gifts is, I know how to ask questions without it kind of being offensive. I, you know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes you may ask somebody a question, they get offended real easily. I try to do it in a place where it's just like, no, I really want to just know like, so I can understand you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you get you can kind of tell when somebody's being malicious and mm-hmm. what they say and their intentions. And I feel like, with me, I never want to be malicious. I never want to have any, like, ill will towards anybody. I want to just come from a, a real place. Like, if I'm asking you a question, it's really because I want to know. And it's funny because <laughs> my sister, Ashley, she's the she type of person where it's like, you know, she may ask me a question. I, I, I might kind of get at to, like, what you mean? And she's like, I really no, I really just want to know. But I feel like sometimes your tone can come off that. kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Where it just, like, with her, like, it kind of come off to so you come off of, like, all right, like, are you serious? Where it's just like, yeah, I am serious. Like we talking about? She be like, no, I didn't mean to say it like that. I mean, I, I really asked a question, and I feel like I used to be the same way back in the day where I used to, used to to spit something out, not care how the tone came out. Whereas like when I was in Missouri, some people were just like, yeah, that's kind of rude. Like mm-hmm. you got you might wanna mm-hmm. might wanna relax a little bit on it. Where like where I'm from is like that tone is acceptable. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with me living in different places, I learned how to adjust to how I speak to people, you know, where it's more of a universal language, more so than, okay, I'm just talking from where I'm from mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to make this podcast too long. You know, I'm happy I got you out here. You came after your work, so I know it's a Friday night. Got any plans for tonight?
1: Uh, I'm going to study.
0: Yeah. I'm about to say, you still in school?
1: I'm not in school. I oh, graduated. I graduated with my master's in May.
0: Okay, so for, for 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 certificate.
1: My certification, my license.
0: Okay. I'm about to say, that's, that's still that's still a hustle, man. I'm about to say, ain't studying to me. I haven't. I ain't gonna lie, I, be, I be studying podcasting and, and video editing and stuff. I be doing that. But anything beyond that, no.
1: No. Nah, I got to get this license. First try, one and done. So I got to study hard.
0: Do you want to get doctorate?
1: Yes. But I think I'm going to go back in two years. I'm going to get my feet wet as a BCBA first and practice, and then I'm going to go back. And there's really no difference between the doctorate and the master's. It's no salary difference or anything, but I think I want to teach grad-level courses.
0: That'd be dope. Okay. Well, episode number 43.
1: Thank you for having me. Not anytime.
0: My beautiful guest page here. Again, please support the page. Uh, please go to the Patreon for exclusive episodes. That's patreon.com slash podcast. Also, follow my social media, RAC underscore podcast on all platforms. And if you're on my YouTube, it's Just Do Right Media. Everything I, everything I do on, it goes on there when it comes to, like, my anime content, my podcast content, and just my one-on-ones, you know. That's something where I kind of, like, can get, like, a whole network hub where I am kind of want to make a my own – how can I say? I want to make my own TV network on there, if that makes sense. I want to do different shows, bring you different, more different things. So the more you support me – the more I would appreciate that. So please go to the Patreon or go to my Cash App, Cash More uh, we'll Traven Mabel. You know, uh, so this is episode number 43. It's all love. And just always keep it real with your loved ones, man. Peace.